Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Let's talk about some great pitching for a change. Up next on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. Welcome into FBT in 5. Today is Wednesday, April 19th. I am Frank Sample, joined by Scott White. And let's take a look at Taj Bradley, who was awesome in his return to the Rays rotation at the Reds. Five and a third shutout with nine strikeouts, 13 swinging strikes on 84 pitches. And Scott, what really stood out to me is that in his first start, he used the curveball as his third most used pitch. In this one, he went with a changeup. And frankly, both of those pitches have looked really good for Taj Bradley. He's 69% rostered. I think he's probably just the pitcher you need to add amongst like any yeah. other pitcher that we've talked about off the waiver wire so far this season. Yeah. Yeah. On the full length podcast yesterday, I was kind of scoffing at the amount of dollars thrown at this guy and, and some of the expert leagues out there when, when Fab ran Sunday night, you know, spending a third of their budget on him or whatever. But you know, all of a sudden he does look like the most attractive pitching pickup so far. Uh, the strikeouts have been even better than they were over his minor league career. What he, what he really excelled at in the minors was just weak contact, and the ERAs were always great. He does pitch for the Rays, and they do tend to treat every pitcher with kid gloves, but especially an up-and-comer. And, and they just, you know, for strategic purposes too, they don't often let their pitchers face the lineup a third time through. So that might limit Bradley's utility in fantasy, but the upside is uh, pretty exciting. He, he's... You know, he clearly doesn't seem overwhelmed by the moment and looks like he's going to stay now because Jeffrey Springs is uh, out for the year, having Tommy John surgery. Yep, brutal news for Jeffrey Springs, but I guess the glass half uh, full is that Taj Bradley should get an opportunity to stay in that rotation. Let's move over to another pitching prospect, Mason Miller of the Oakland A's. Sounds like he will make his debut Wednesday against the Chicago Cubs. His most recent start in the minors at AAA, five perfect innings with 11 strikeouts and 20 swinging strikes. Scott, Mason Miller is only 21% rostered. He's widely available do you think he is a must-add starting pitcher? I think so. Now, I, I need to put this in the proper context. This is like the ultimate mystery box pickup. Like, just take a shot on him and, and maybe something good will happen. That's what you're doing here. There aren't a lot of guarantees here with Mason Miller, a guy who I didn't really know anything about as recently as a week ago. And, you know, I'm, I'm pretty deep into uh, the whole prospect scene. Yeah, a, a, a tiny, 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 tiny sample. He's he's had some health issues over his very short professional career over so far, even including Arizona Fall League, less than 50 innings he's thrown. But they've all been dominant in those two starts this year, Frank. One of them at AA, one of them at AAA. Uh, Mason Miller's swinging strike rate is 26% as a fastball that touches 102 Um 26% though, like an amazing swinging strike rate is 20%. That's the kind of swinging strike rate that caught my attention for Spencer Strider in the minors two years ago. 
something like 20, 21%. And Mason Miller's 26% through two starts while also throwing 69% of his pitches for strikes. So he seems to have command of that too. Uh, but he clearly isn't battle tested. He clearly has some durability questions and you know how much are they going to extend him. But we were kind of asking those same questions about Spencer Strider at this point last year before he had joined the rotation and clearly we were all happy we picked him up. So I, I think you take a shot on Mason Miller and see where it goes. Just for clarity, Scott, you are taking Taj Bradley over Mason Miller, right? I am. Yeah. Okay. Let's Both wrap closer than you think. Let's wrap up with a few starting pitchers that look fantastic on Tuesday night. Chris Sale with his best start of the season, six innings, one run, 11 strikeouts with 19 swinging strikes. And Lucas Giolito, who threw six no-hit innings with seven strikeouts to just one walk. Scott, what did you see from these two, Sale and Giolito? I saw a quick about face here for Sale, who looked very shaky through his first three starts. Gave up a, had an average exit velocity of ninety one point two. It was ninety. It was eighty three point six in this one. Uh, he, he didn't seem to know where his pitches were going. Sixty three percent of his pitches for strike. Sixty seven percent in this one. Nineteen whiffs on ninety four pitches. Like the the stuff in the previous three starts still seemed to have the bite on the the same bite on it. He just seemed so rusty that it was hard to feel confident he was going to turn it around anytime soon. It it may have just happened. Or it may have been these dramatic fluctuations in performance we've seen from most every pitcher in 2023. It's been really difficult to get a handle on just about anybody so far. Because when you think you have them figured out, they go doing the they go and do the complete reversal of that. And uh, Lucas Giolito is kind of a, another example of that. To be fair, this is two good starts in a row for him, but. You know, it was only a couple outings ago we were thinking, eh, should we really stick it out with this guy who was terrible last year? His velocity's still down. The velocity has creeped back up, by the way. It's it's higher. Average fastball velocity for Lucas Giolito is back higher than it was last year, which is a good sign. Uh, I'm less confident that Giolito's figured everything out than that Sale has. I mean, Sale was just so dominant in this start that it's it's hard to fake that. But Giolito you know, has a pretty good track record and uh, two of his four starts have been great now. So I should say he has a really good track record, not just pretty good. Lucas Giolito was an ace there for a while and a lot of people pegged him as a bounce back candidate and and I don't have any reason to claim that now that he's not. I just want to see more from him. All right, for more extensive fantasy baseball coverage, listen to the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, the Odyssey app, or anywhere else podcasts are found. Thanks for listening to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5, and we'll be back again tomorrow. Bye-bye.